I was is way better than Star Trek. See you guys. I'm going That's home. That's yeah, kind of is. Kind of is. Um, all right. Let's do this show. Do all it. right. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Welcome okay. to episode 106 of the Bite Me podcast, where we talk about video games and Star Trek, evidently. It might be too early to be doing this podcast. 106. 106. 106. It's 106. not going to happen. No. It's like no fetch. 106 It's not going to happen. Nope. 106 is a very non-consequential number. I won't tell our radio station that. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would, round, you would round up to 107. 107, yeah, yeah. They just round up. Yeah, exactly. It's Price is Right rules. Yeah, fair enough. Right? Can't I never really up. thought about that. Well, then we would be one of, you'd want it. I bet a dollar. Because 107 would be over. I don't know. I'm very confused now. <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, welcome to the Buy Me Podcast, episode 106. I am Adam West. Cliff Johnson. I do it. I keep forgetting to do that in 8-Bit Bytes. Yeah, it's whatever. Eh. If they, at this point, if they don't know who we are, well, you're new, and you should probably listen to all of our old shows. We like you a lot, though. Yeah, we do. All 105 of them, mm-hmm. plus the supplemental episodes. Oh, yeah, we got, we got those, too. A bunches of them. Mm-hmm. A um, bunches. All right, this week we got some news for you, uh, and not all of it. Good. We're going to talk about the PlayStation Classic, which I wanted to be excited for it. <laughs> uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 Online is out there. For beta, isn't it? By the time they hear this, yeah, uh, yeah, it'll be about halfway through. So yeah, so there's that. Um, A law firm says mean things about Fallout 76. Actually, the law firm didn't say the mean things. Everybody who's played that game has said the mean things. I love that game. I'm sure you do. But I'm sure there are things about it that you want to go like, are you serious, dude? Really? Oh, come on. He's alone, just like his character in Fallout 76. (laughs) Um, uh, Also, in uh, probably relation to that very (laughs) Very thing, uh, Fallout 76 is going to get a couple of patches in the next couple of weeks. Vinny is forcing us to talk about Sea of Thieves again. He just won't let up. I, I mean... Everybody else did <laughs> on that game. Just let it go, bro. Ouch. Um, like because nobody's eh. playing Sea of Thieves. Everybody literally is playing Fortnite. Yeah. Um, and also this really cool thing just launched on Netflix. It's called Minecraft Story Mode. Yeah. Very curious about that. Plus questions from Vinny, Yo Mama, Turn Down For What, Joe Coleslaw. I swear, I, who is Yo Mama? Have we, is this? Is, Eddie. Okay, gotcha. Also known as AKA, 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 AKA. Peppy Man. Um, The Peppy Man. Right? (laughs) Also, Games with Gold was just announced, and there is a humble board game bundle that we're going to talk about. Dylan says one of the games is good. Yeah. There's a few games that are good. Okay, I was like, oh, just one. But I I am very fond of Splendor. Spoiler alert. Good. Splendor is one of the games. Say something. I think Splendor might sound like some sort of drug, but anyway. Okay, that sounds good. Um, not really. Uh, but first we start with what we're playing. Dylan, what are you playing? You just put a bunch of pop Why in his mouth. Why are you calling me Because I like, to, I like to switch it up every week no. on who goes first. But then so. I can't take about Pop-Tart knowing that you're not going to call well, me until after Cliff. This is why our show is amazing because it's very, very, very much not scripted at all. <laughs> this is my breakfast time, Adam. <sighs> Eat your breakfast. Cliff, what are you playing? <laughs> I'll talk about what I'm playing now that I've swallowed I, my Pop-Tart. Oh, now you can talk? What do you want to call on Cliff? <sighs> I'm playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, it's a very slow-going process, isn't golly, it? Golly, it is. But it, I'm, actually, I'm absolutely okay with that, though. Mm. Like, that game is very slow, and it is it is such a chill game. It's so good. Punctuated by moments of absolute insanity. It's such a, like, the, the moments in the game are so, like, 
I'm just riding around on my horse, and I'm going to be riding around on my horse. Hello, microphone getting closer. I'm going to be riding around on my horse for 10 minutes, 15 minutes to get where I want to go. and like Spend 30 seconds in a location doing one tiny little thing and then have to spend 15 minutes yeah, walking your horse all the way back. It's chill, and I'm totally, you know I'm how totally much, okay with that. You know how much faster that was than the real the real West? Oh, Jesus, right? <laughs> Can you imagine well, yeah. what real life would be? like? I would say the only time, the only thing that's happened to me in that game that I thought was like, oh, my God, this is taking forever, and I hate it, was... I stole a stagecoach, um, kind of accidentally, actually. Um, two of the O'Driscoll brothers or cousins or whatever they are um, were I think robbing cousins. Yeah, right. We're robbing a stagecoach, and I like came upon them and shot them both with bow and arrow. Like I don't know how that actually ended up working, but it worked. <laughs> and the guy who was on the stage was like, "Hey, buddy, thank you so much for helping." I'm like, "Pull the right trigger to tell him you're welcome." And instead, I right scared him. him in the face. I didn't actually actually shoot him, but him um, I got him really scared, and he ran away. And so I'm like, well, I've got this stagecoach now, I guess, and I might as well do something with it. Right. And so I drove it back to the fence. We'll let you do it. But it was all the way across the right. map, and that stagecoach is so slow. It was right. a it was a huge actual stagecoach with four horses, and it took forever. Is and the stagecoach slower than the actual just a horse? Oh, yeah. I, I think so, but at the very least, it feels like it is because you can't – like a horse – you can just gallop and go. And a stagecoach, right. like, they don't corner very well. They're they're a stagecoach. And if you and go so, too quick, like, the wheels fall off or something, right? wheels can fall off. Yeah. I mean, all sorts of stuff can go wrong with it. So <laughs> I drove back there, and the dude's like, here's $25. Right. And I'm like, $25 for this stagecoach? I had to drive all the right. way across. Oh, the ROI on the stagecoach is, is, not, is not good. Lot, not so. good. So I'm still really enjoying it, though. I probably yeah. played it for another six or eight hours. But I'm only, like, maybe 25% of the way done with it because I'm not – I'm not super into just going and doing missions. It'll get to the point where I'm like, I guess I should do some other mission. I'm like, can I go help the photographer guy take pictures again? Because I like those. So I don't know. Really liking it. I'm still really liking Fallout 76. Even though though everybody everybody else hates it. Um, Me and my brother played it for probably another six or eight hours. And it's it's Fallout. I don't – I don't – Yes, the world is lonely. Yes, it probably... W- oh, wait, you're talking about the game. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Well, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it, I think, yes, the game would be better if there were NPCs in it. Um, but there's so much happening in that world. There's so much stuff to read. There's so much story that you just have to be willing to read, you know. You have to be re- willing to read screens to get it. Um, and if you're willing to do that, there's some really, really good stories in there. Um, but the rest of it's just – it's Fallout. It's collecting junk and making stuff out of it, you know, killing raiders, killing, you know, the bad guys. It's it's Fallout. So I'm having fun with it. I think I – th- like I said, though, last week, I think it it is a single-player game and you can play it as a single-player game if you want to. But it's way more fun if you're playing with somebody. So. Okay, because everybody that I've – like – so I've watched some Twitch streamers and there's this one guy that I really like watching play it um, – and he's into like the Fallout lore and yeah. the, the the areas and things like that. And a lot of the complaints though aren't necessarily about what the game is. It's the technical side of it, where everything seems kind of just almost broken, but not. I wonder if that's a. PC it's like a broken thing. work, like a working broken thing. I wonder if it's a PC thing. I because think it's mostly it's PC. Fine on my Xbox, absolutely fine. I've had like one, like the two headed thing. Yeah, the two headed thing is the only problem I had. My brother shot a 
scorch. Is that what they're called? Sure. I and don't like know. his head popped it. off and then another one just popped into place. And I'm oh. like, well, that was weird. And then I went over and looked at it. And as I'm staring at it, like the second head like grew like a six foot long neck and just like shot as up into the sky. Does. You know, that is but creepy. that is literally besides a couple of little tiny hiccups where maybe you'll be walking and all of a sudden the game stutters for a second. And that's mostly gone away. The game technically has been absolutely fine for me. And, like, I understand that just because it's fine for me doesn't mean it's fine for everybody else. But I've had no problems with it at all. Hmm. So, I don't know. And I mean, it's fun. more can go wrong on PC, I'd imagine, just because Obviously. of the variations in hardware and whatever. Yeah. Where it's like Xbox and PlayStation, you've got this dedicated piece of machinery. Yeah, you know what you're that, shooting for. Yeah. But it runs fine. It looks phenomenal. Um, so, hmm. I don't know. I mean, but again, it's also a very slow game. It's very methodical it's very you know going into a building and exploring every inch of it and picking up every single plate and every single fork and every single you know stick of gum and then getting super overburdened and going and dropping that into your your workbench and making some crap out of it and it's just what the game is so i'm having a lot of fun with it um probably one of the best comments that i've heard about it was my friend hans who does a bit bites Mm -hmm. and he was saying that to him it feels very original No Man's Sky, where there's a framework there for a game, but the game's not yeah. quite there Do you yet. think it's going to take a year and a half for Bethesda to get it you know, up to something that people were expecting? I think, what I, what I, I don't know the answer to that yes or no. What I hope is that they take the time to do it. I hope that if that is what they need to do, that they actually dedicate some resources to this and, and make it a better game, make it the game people want to play. And I think... I mean, the problem that we have these days is games like this launch all the time now. Games that people are like, oh, this game's so broken. I'll never play it. Everything sucks. I hate everything about it. And then a year from now, you're like, oh, no, this game's actually great. You know, people forget that everyone hated Destiny. Everyone hated Destiny 2. Everyone hated Rainbow Six Siege. Everybody hated For Honor. Everybody, you know, like these games are coming out fundamentally broken. And then they're spending a year and making them better. And I don't. I don't know how AAA development got to that point, but it seems to be kind of the point we're at. So, uh. All right. All right. And what else are you playing? I am playing Tetris Effect. Which you did not buy. I did not buy. I rented it. Sad. Um, I think once it – they think that it is probably going to come out on other VR systems after mm-hmm. like six months. It, Sony has it now exclusive for VR. Oh, that's right. But they think it will probably drop on <laughs> Oculus and um, – that other one, Vive. <laughs> the, the really good one? Yeah, the really good one. Um, probably later in 2019. So I've been playing it just on the PlayStation without the VR, and it is so fun. Um, the only part I've played so far is the – there's like a, a – I don't want to say a story mode because uh-huh. that that doesn't really say what it is. But it's a bunch of back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back um, levels, I guess. There's probably 30 of them total, and each one has a totally different song. And I guess if you don't know how this works, um, at least in that portion of it, the way it works is when you drop a block or when you rotate a block, it makes like a musical note. Is it like dropping a ball? It's similar to dropping a ball, and Checking. you've never seen one like this. Okay. Um, and so you'll, you know, there's a soundtrack playing in the background, and it usually starts out kind of slow and kind of soft. And as you start dropping blocks and rotating blocks, it starts adding music to that. And then when you get a certain number of rows, like the music kind of drops in and it'll get, sometimes it gets faster. Sometimes it just gets louder and you're still making music within this Tetris level. And then when you get to 30, you go to the next level, but then any blocks that are left over in that, that Tetris level will go over to your next one. And so you have to kind of keep track of where you are inside of the level because you don't want to win and have a ton of stuff in it because 
then on the next one you could it could be a lot faster song and sometimes a song will go from it's not like traditional Tetris where it starts out slow every time and then just gets faster and faster as you go. You could go from a super chill, hey, I'm just breaking lines, to all of a sudden it's super, super, super fast if that's how the beat of the song goes. Okay. We both coughed Excuse at the same me. time. I'm going to go ahead and mark that so I can take it out. <laughs> but uh, it's really fun and it can be both really, really, really chill and really, really, really not all at the same time, um, just depending on how the music goes. But it is so gorgeous. The only... The only really downside about it is around the Tetris level you're playing, all these gorgeous, beautiful animated things are happening. And at least for me, I can't watch them while I'm playing. So it's a really fun game to play with somebody else where you'll beat a level and then they'll beat a level or, or you know, they'll play until they lose and then you'll take over because you get to actually watch the stuff that's happening outside the level mm-hmm. and you'll actually get to pay attention to how the music's playing. It's it's just absolutely beautiful. Cool. Um if it wasn't a PlayStation game, I would probably just buy it. Um, and if I didn't think I was going to be able to get in VR later, I'd probably just buy it. But I don't know. I think it's 40 bucks. Which, it is 40 bucks. Yeah. I was looking at it because there's a um, – for Black Friday, there was a PSVR bundle on sale that had Borderlands VR and Tetris Effect yeah. in it for 200 bucks. There's another one that has it. Oh, I, no. I think there's another one that has Borderlands 2 VR and Beat Saber. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It was Borderlands yeah. and Beat Saber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's – you're going to – we should figure out a time where you can bring your PSVR to my house or I can bring the game to your house, which would probably be easier. Yeah. Um, and try it out in VR because I really want to see what that, like, experience is. Like, I'm into it. around your face. It was cool. <laughs> cool. Right? Yeah, it's good. Dylan, now that you're done with your Pop-Tarts, what have you been playing? Mm. Um, <laughs> First off, how were the Pop-Tarts? They were delightful. Good. good. Perfectly burnt around the edges. Strawberry? Strawberry. Mm, classic. Can't go wrong. You don't like the cinnamon and brown sugar? Oh, I love those. Too. Okay. The best ones just, are the new milkshake flavors. They're so good. You got to change it up. Like, it's the same with like breakfast cereal. If you eat the same breakfast cereal, the same Pop-Tart all the time, you're like, I don't have a taste for it anymore. <laughs> so every box I buy is a different flavor good. than the last time. Good to know. It's good. Um, anyway, other than Magic the Gathering Arena, I have been playing a lot of Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Oh, I forgot you got it. Yeah. Um... And I've played it quite a bit, probably more than I've played a Pokemon game in a long time. Um, and I do very much enjoy it because it is finally, I think, the the Pokemon game where you actually walk around and you see the Pokemon in the, I mean, just out in, in the, the wild. world. And that is what I think, I think everyone always wanted that from day one, putting in Pokemon Red version or Blue version when it first came out in like 96 or 97 or whatever. Is that not how it works? No, you used to just walk through long grass, and it was a random encounter like you would in oh. all JRPGs. So like, you wouldn't see anything. It would just be like, oh, you're battling. Now you can actually, like, you can actually, like, there is a rare Pokemon that spawned. I'm going to go get it. Oh, very cool. Um, so that's really neat. I do find the new catching mechanic, as I thought I would say, it's kind of weird. It is kind of weird. Um, partially because... It's not what we're used to, and I, I can admit some of that. It's like just because it's different doesn't mean it's bad. But um, and I also find it weird that like I understand like the idea of like if you throw a bunch of Pokeballs and catch Pokemon, I guess you're becoming a better Pokemon trainer. But th- that's also how you level up your Pokemon. And I was like, well, my park Pokemon aren't doing anything; they're sitting in my pocket. Like, why are they getting experience? So I think it, I think that's kind of I you just accept it, mm-hmm. um, whatever. Um, but I think, and I do find it weird that now, like, you have, like, a catch combo. So if you keep catching the same Pokemon in a row, like, you 
increase the chances of spawning a better version of that Pokemon mm-hmm. or a rare Pokemon version. or whatever. And I think that's kind of silly um, because it, it's just an artificial grind to a game. It's like I can already go out and try to catch all 150 Pokemon. Like, that's fine. Like, I don't know why I want to... It just it seems like a weird incentive to me, rather than like at the core of what Pokemon was, which was like catching, collecting them, training them. So now it's like, why would I catch eighteen Magikarps? Oh, because I want to get the strongest one. So when it evolves into a Gyarados, I have the strongest Gyarados. It's like that's kind of, I don't know, I'm not not super into it. But I do feel that the changes they made do increase the pace of the game. So I'm willing to accept that. Like what the game does well, I'm willing to accept its shortcomings and i think it's a probably a better game overall or at least a different experience um and for that i will give it two thumbs up um (laughs) good (laughs) um and i think there's a lot of like just quality of life things they did to the game like um you used to like have to teach your pokemon these abilities like fly that would allow you to fast travel to um different parts of the map um, or surf if you wanted to use the water to transport yourself or cut to chop down a tree that was in the way. And now Don't you still have to learn? You still have that? to learn these, but they don't actually take up move slots. Oh, okay. Um, so anyone not familiar with Pokemon, Cliff maybe. That would um, be and each, each Pokemon has four attacks that they can learn and you and when I've you learn this new, by playing this game. When you learn a new attack, a new ability, you forget an old one. So you'll only ever have four on each Pokemon. And you used to have these special abilities that if you used them, one of your Pokemon would have to know that ability, which means not necessarily bad because generally those are like Surf and Fly, for example, are two pretty okay attacks, I think. But it was still like you still have to have a Pokemon that would facilitate you having those abilities in your lineup to be able to use them. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, maybe if you don't want to have any flying Pokemon because you're just not into bird Pokemon or whatever, like... Generally, that's probably not the case. Flying is probably one of the easier ones, but maybe if you don't have a type that matches up with that, and then you have this weird attack on a Pokemon that you probably wouldn't want to have, and now your Pikachu just gets to learn all the attacks or all those abilities, and they're not actually moves. So basically, if you want to fly somewhere, you get out of a bike with balloons on it, and you fly, which I think is really stupid. Um, (laughs) uh, But your Pikachu learns how to ride a surfboard, and your Pikachu learns how to cut down trees. So it's like... I like that because it just made it easy. But at the same time, it's like, why do we have to put trees to hide off part of the maps if we can just learn to cut them down? Yeah. And I get it. It's so you can't get to certain areas at the beginning of the game. So you have to go back, blah, 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 blah. Um, again, they're they're kind of silly incentives, I think, today when they made sense. Kind of years ago. Yeah. Like you talk about old games and how they made you get more <clears throat> game out of something. But nowadays, <laughs> yeah. I think that's just kind of... I think we've kind of moved past that, so I think some of those things are just a little bit tedious. Um, Put more actual game in instead of the... Yeah, but I think there definitely is an excitement now that, like, oh, I see a Pokemon, and I'm like, I'm going to go get it. Um, It's like, that is exciting, because, like, certain Pokemon will not spawn as often or whatever, so I think that's cool. And I do like that maybe the one you do catch isn't necessarily the most powerful one you can find. So maybe I will go to try to catch a better one. And when you catch like 18 machops let's say because you want to get that strong one and you send the other 17 you've picked the best one with the best stats and then you send the other 17 to the professor you do get something for that you get little candies that improve the stats of your pokemon Mm -hmm. so 
at least like you're not just like catching them and like throwing them away. Um, right. You're sending them to the professor for research, which I guess if you break it down, it's really sad. It's, just, um, <laughs> it's like this animal research. How, how thing. is he researching on I them? I don't. I, honestly, he's a pretty nice guy because he like, like probes. Is he like dropping cosmetics in their eyes Aww. to see? Well, Poor little Evie. The the big enemy in the game though is Team Rocket. If you've ever watched the, yeah. the the show, you're familiar with, and they are the ones that actually exploit Pokemon. So you're trying to take down them, those animal exploiters, mm. cute little Terrible pocket people. monster exploiters. <laughs> Um, Cubone just wants his mom. Oh, see, I don't know anything about any of these Pokemon yeah. yet. I'm still, I'm still working on it. I'm Is excited. that all you're playing? Yeah, pretty much. Um, Artifact does come out today, so I did pre-purchase and pre-download Artifact. So, um, I'm gonna play that tonight. Um, I'm, I'm excited to hear about Artifact. It wasn't quite on my list to try, but I was like, eh, I'm gonna just try it. Just. I don't even know what that is. It's Valve's new CCG. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you. Valve was a and game. Richard Garfield, who designed Magic: The Gathering, oh. a game you might have heard of. So does he not work for Wizards of the Coast no. anymore? Um, I think he's still been involved over the years. Like maybe a certain set comes up and they ask his input, um, whatever. Sure. But I think he kind of. Um, I think he's kind of moved on. I'm not. I don't know Richard personally. I, he's a great, like, really smart, intelligent, like, really awesome person to listen to. And apparently his great-grandfather was President Garfield. And really? he's also related to the person who invented the paperclip. So um, there's a lot of success in that one family. Um, but, like, if you ever, like, if you're interested in game design, like, uh, he, obviously more board game design. And now he's dipping into something that um, is not it is a mm. digital game um he's designed some great games like i think he really has a good understanding of like what makes a good game um like how random when is randomness in a game good and these kind of things but the one thing he like he wanted to do with artifact was um we know games like hearthstone are great game but and they're really well designed to be able to play on your phone which is awesome but we all like if you look at your your phone you're like well, there's obviously a limitation here. Yeah. The limitation is your screen's not very big, right? So with Artifact, he wanted to say, let's take the chains off. Like, this game can be massive. Like, if there are combinations of cards, you could literally have 2,000 creatures if you had the cards to do that, and the game will support that. Hmm. And I actually heard, like, early on in the beta, like, someone would try to exploit these combinations and was able to spawn, like, thousands of creatures, and it would literally... But it would, like, break the game. Like, it would take it overnight to, to like, actually power what was going on. And, of course, the game's been optimized since, and maybe cards have been designed differently to... But, like, there's three lanes, and all this stuff is going on every, like, just so much is going on, and just so much more than something like Hearthstone accommodates. Um, so that's the different approach. So maybe that'll be better, maybe that will be a challenge. So, But that's kind of where he was coming from, because he thought, if we're going to make a card game that you play on a computer, you since you don't have the limitations of, like, paper... Like you literally have to have the cards and peripherals to to do this, but a, a, using a computer, you can multiply stuff if you have a card that has multiply stuff, right? So that's the kind of like unchaining I think he he wants to um, do in this game. So it just increases the scope and have the biggest card game, I guess. So nice. to speak. that's so, really cool. Um, 
We'll see if it's good or not. I've heard a very mixed stuff. And again, it's, so, it's a game early on in development still. It's been in beta for a while, but people haven't even been able to talk about it until recently. But ever since they've started talking, they're like, eh, you don't really know what's coming. But gotcha. Um, the other the other tidbit is it's not. They're trying not to have like the pay to win, free to play like model. It's all paid. So like rather than like being a free game that you're incentivized to pay to be better at it's like no you just have to pay like it is a 20 dollar game and if you want more cards you pay for them interesting oh, nice. or you pay to draft so it's not like it's like everyone pays so paying doesn't have the advantage because everyone has to do it right and you they're actually cards are available like in the steam store so you can go buy the individual cards you want for a nickel or whatever it oh, is wow, that's cool um rather than having some weird gold dust some people like that some people don't some people want to have that free model where they grind i personally really don't like if i just want to spend a hundred dollars to have the deck i want to play in a game i'll just spend a hundred dollars to do that like because it's it's much more economic in the long economical in the long run to invest that way but economical on your time too. yeah right um um, and if you're just someone who wants to play at a certain level or um, and wants to doesn't want to spend the time learning how to build cool decks and just wants to play this deck, like it's it's a different approach than other games have done so yeah. far. So very cool. Well, let us know what you think about that. Um, so now, thirty minutes later, what I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I fell off a of Red Dead pretty hard. It's too slow. It's too plotting. I really like what I've played, but it's just a bit slow, um, and I don't like the 10 minutes to get somewhere to spend five minutes doing a thing. I, I feel like I've spent more of my time just trying to figure out where I'm going and, and at the actual of getting there than what I need to do. I mean, you're wrong, but it's fair. Yeah, I don't know how wrong I actually am, though, because um, it really does feel like it's taking 10 minutes to get somewhere. Oh, yeah, it does. But then I'll spend only five minutes doing this quick little thing. It's the journey, Adam. It's not a journey. It's a pain in the ass. Because I've, I've tried to make this journey three or four times, and eight minutes into it, I'm almost there. Oh, some dickbag up on a cliff shot yeah, me. I, and I'm like, what? And then I have to go how all How, the way how far again. are you into the game? I don't know. Because <laughs> that gets be- – I, I was super frustrated by that too at the first where all, it like, seemed like everywhere I was going, I was just getting assaulted by a bunch of Driscolls who would like, come out of nowhere and kill me. And that – once you get over kind of the initial like hump of the game and get through some of the first quests, that goes away. And you stop yeah, getting so. – you stop getting just ambushed by the Odriscolls all the time. Yeah. So yeah, I never noticed to get ambushed that often. Really. Yeah. It happened to me a – maybe and if more – I did, I'd just shoot them. Well, that would be nice. But then, there were then a bunch I of times somebody, and then I've got a bounty on my head. And I'm like, bun- but it's a bad guy. There were a bunch of times where literally I would get ambushed so quickly that I couldn't draw my gun before mm-hmm. they killed me. Um, and I found that very frustrating. And it always it was kind of that thing where I'm like, oh, I've got a bunch of skins on me, or I've got a bunch Not of, and anymore. I'm dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, I lost my my bear thing. Yeah, I did too. But that like, that goes to the 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 Skinner guy, so he'll have it for you. Well, Any legendary you have, you get to keep. Okay, so that's yeah. Nice. No, the same thing happened to me. It, it, I haven't that figured was, out where the Skinner guy is. I, yet. You probably haven't found him yet. I haven't either. I mean, um, he's been marked on my map. The trapper. I'm, I'm not sure it is the trapper. I don't remember. I, I know that they're somewhere though. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was very frustrated by that that early on too, and that stopped happening after a while. Good. So. Yeah. Well, it doesn't happen in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Meh. <laughs> um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm glad I bought that. Uh, it's beautiful. It plays amazing. It's not super fast-paced, but it's better than Red Dead. Um, 
but I just like it because it drops you in. And I've played, I put four hours into it about, probably three to four hours, and I just got to the opening nice. splash screen. I'm like, what? That whole, like, and I cleared out that island I took care of all the uh, all the collectibles, all the different things, found all the stuff, did all the things, killed the sharks, did the stuff, <laughs> did it all. Like Are I there completed, sharks? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I've completed the whole opening uh, Kefalonia Islands. Very nice. Which is great. Um, so yeah, and now I'm getting into the whole, like, just like in Assassin's Creed Origins, where you're like, why is Bayek on this quest? And then like there's that scene yeah. with his son, and you're like, oh, this is why. I That's got to that moment in nice. Odyssey, and I'm like, oh, he's what? Oh, so good. So. I need. To, I still have a couple days, like probably, t- well, I actually have like a m- six weeks probably of that free via the Google oh, stream Oh, you should thing. play it. You should play I it. You should play some more while I still have it. It's really, really good. And I forget, were you playing as Alexios or Cassandra? Uh, Cassandra. Okay. Um, I played as Alexios just because. Just because. I like dudes. <laughs> why not? It's fair. Yeah. Um, there you That's go. why I was playing as Cassandra. So. Right. He's a hot piece of man candy. <laughs> well, I don't know about it. He's really not. You've been um, working on them but it's, booty games. <laughs> but the game is a lot of fun. It's so, really pretty. One it's of the donk. other podcasts I listen to says that playing as Cassandra is just like playing as Xena. Oh, yeah, I can see that. kind of better for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, other than that, I've got the Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. I've not been playing it, though, because Kevin has been glued to my <laughs> Switch. Um, also playing Pokemon? Yeah, he's yeah. I got Pokemon because I was like, I'm gonna play a Pokemon. Do you guys game. get different versions? No, I only I've oh. got one Switch. So he's just been playing yours. Yeah. Well, no, we've got two. Uh, uh, can you have different? You files can have on two there? profiles. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it actually on the profiles on the Switch? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's got his own profile. That makes um, sense. So he actually he went house sitting for a friend who was out of town over the holiday, and he took it with him. I didn't see my Switch for three days, <laughs> um, and I'm pretty sure he's gotten all the things. That's funny. Uh, so yeah. That's what I've been playing, nice. and I'm really happy that I've got Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey. If you don't have it, you should get it, because, of course, I bought it, and then two weeks later, it's hella sale on Black Friday. Of course, yeah. Uh, anyway, all right, what, what's the, what's next? Oh, okay. Um, like us, rate us, review us on the iTunes, if that's where you listen. Help other people find us and uh, get our name out there, as well as check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Podcast. You can subscribe for a buck a month, support our show, help us uh, get stuff, do stuff, see stuff, buy stuff, whatever. It's mostly stuff, really. Like, yeah. we're very stuff Help us pay for our website. <laughs> Someone should. I mean, there's that. <laughs> um, and you can pay all the way up to our producer level, where we say your name on our show. Hey, name. Pain. Your, your name. name. Your name. Oh. Mm. Alan Schulte, that is your name. Congratulations. Austin Palmer, Mr. Jack Irish. I haven't seen him around a couple days. It must be because he's in the middle of the night most of the time for us. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Makes Frank, sense. Joe Cole Jr., Kevin Schulte. Uh, it was his birthday yesterday. Oh, happy yeah. birthday. Happy birthday, happy Kevin. Happy belated birthday. Tom McDermott and, of course, Vinny. I'm going to make you talk about Sea of Thieves, Champa. Mm, thanks chomps. for that. Thank you, people. Yeah, thank you guys for supporting us. Um, yeah, it's patreon.com slash bite me podcast. So Please. do that. You're all like a nice new pair of underwear. I, I literally do not know what that means. I do not need. They support us. Well, I oh. oh. Oh, thank you. Anyway. All right. Got a few things to talk about. Let's get into it. As Dylan takes a drink, we're going to talk about news. That's the stuff. Um, Let's get right into it. The PlayStation Classic is on the way, what, this weekend? I think so, yeah. Yeah. The first comes out the first. Um, And it's not... It's not setting itself up for a whole lot of good stuff, I I don't don't think think. I've talked to a single person that's excited about this. 
I'm excited about it strictly for Super Puzzle Fighter and uh, 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 I think it was te- oh no Ridge Racer. I, I that's what I'm excited same, for. I just that's don't, it. I'm having a really hard time. I'm not paying a hundred dollars for it. I, Absolutely I'm not. I'm so close. I'm Man. so close. I nope. want Puzzle Fighter real bad. Um, maybe it'll go on sale. Maybe. maybe I doubt it. it. Maybe I think. I think. I think we're going to see happen with this what happened with the NES Classic. I think people are going to buy it, and there's going to create this false like shortage of of stuff. On the flip side, maybe no one will buy it, and it'll go on sale. I mean, yeah. I believe we call that pulling a Fallout seventy six. Ooh. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, yeah, the, the bad news on this, I mean, the continuing bad news is, like, they they announced the other day that this is literally just running an emulator. It's a, mm-hmm. it's an off-the-shelf open-source emulator that you could just download. They just happen to own the ROMs legally. So, like, the only difference between this and running an emulator on your PC is that you'd ha- it would be legal. Um, <laughs> there's no – they did not write any special – Anything. They did nothing. It's just an off-the-shelf emulator. Um, The crappy part on top of that is that nine of the games you're getting are not going to be the U.S. version of those games. They're going to be the PAL version of those games, which means that they actually run at a lower megahertz than the U.S. version. So U.S. versions run at 60 megahertz, and these will run at 50. So you'll actually have a decreased frame rate. And 99.9% of the time, that doesn't matter at all, except in games like Tekken 3, where a really good Tekken 3 player is entirely dependent on frame rate. Right. (laughs) Um, And if you were really good at these games back in the day, they're just flat out going to feel different than you remember them feeling. And I'm sure, absolutely sure, it's something you'll get used to. But it really just begs the question, like, what are they doing? What? <laughs> they're cashing in on the nostalgia. That's right? all they're doing. They're, they're making a cute little case. And that's the, that's the one thing that everybody's like, oh, it's so cute. It's the perfect little, yeah. like, and even they even said that, you know, Sony's, like, the most notable design of any console was the PS1. Just because it was a, it, cute it was a system. perfect design. It really was. It really was. Anyway, I guess if you care about the games they'll be using the PAL versions, it's Battle Arena Toshinden. Toshinden? Is that Toshinden, right? Yeah. Toshinden, sure. Uh, cool Borders 2, Destruction Derby. Which really sucks because Destruction Derby was one of my favorite I PS1 games. I love that game a lot. Uh, the original Grand Theft Auto. Which, meh. Grand Theft Auto was a, that's an interesting choice. Grand Theft Auto 1 was a really interesting game. It's a top-down, nobody gave a crap about that game. It was game. fun, though. I liked I, it. I guess. Those games are fun. Um, which is actually free on the PC, or at least it used mm. to be. Uh, Jumping Flash, Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey, Resident Evil Director's Cut, Tekken 3, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Resident Evil? Guys, come on. Yeah. I'm just, I don't, it, the more I learn about this system, the, the I'm just confused by it. I'm yep. just Super confused by it. It's a cash grab. Yeah. That's all it is. Um, so, yeah, if you do have one of these pre-ordered, or if you have one when it comes out, please drop a note in our Discord and let us know what you think of that yeah. as soon as you get it. Yep. I'm interested. Even if it's a giant tiered. Hmm. All right. Almost, Duty emoji. <laughs> almost exactly a single solitary month after Red Dead Redemption 2 popped onto uh, all of our systems. They have announced the game's online mode is going to start rolling out this week. Yeah, yeah. So if you were here today, um, I believe t- they actually start coming today. Um, yes. Uh, so the way it's going to work is if you bought the super fancy schmancy Adam edition <laughs> and Dylan edition, did you guys both buy it? Oh, yeah. Oh. I don't know why. I Adam doesn't even like the game and he's got the super schmancy edition. Uh, you will get access to it on uh, October. Tw- let's see. No. So today is the 25th. 
Today's the 28th. 28th. I don't know how time works. Um, so on it's Wednesday, if you have that edition, you'll be able to uh, start playing that. So Thursday, today, today yeah. Um, Thursday, the day you're probably listening to this. Um, this article if, has October instead of November written in it. So that's, that's why I'm confused. probably your, why you're confused. Anyway, so if, if you played the game day one, you'll be able to play it on Thursday, the 29th. If you played in the first three days... You'll be able to play it on the 30th, I think, and then anybody else will be able to play it. So I'm going to go ahead and just break this down for you. I'll read it right here. Okay. If you purchase the Ultimate Edition like I did, Dylan, you got Ultimate Edition? Mm-hmm. You will have access to Red Dead Online beta starting Tuesday, yesterday. Oh, I was a day off. Okay. Wednesday, it's going to open up to anyone who played Red Dead day 2 one. when it launched October 26th. And then if you played the game between the 26th and 29th, you'll be able to play it this Friday. And then everybody else is on Saturday. Dirt, yeah. dirt, I think Joe already played it. He yeah, he was he was part. streaming it. Yeah, yeah um, so. I don't know what he he said. It it was it's fun. I want people to play with. Yeah, so <laughs> which is like I mean that's it's how any online that's kind of how I remember the first Red Dead online was like online was fun like it's super fun but like totally like any other game you want to have your friends in there yeah. messing around. Like, yeah, I unfortunately can't play it until Friday. Friday, I guess, um, because I didn't play day one because I was in Disney World. It's okay. Um, I'm going to try to play this weekend. Yeah, maybe. so maybe we'll give it a try this weekend. I'm excited to try it. Anywho. I'm going to ride a horse. Up next. Okay, uh, next, what are we doing here? What's next? Tell me. Law firms say naughty things about <laughs> Fallout 76. Me, you're mean. Yeah. You're a butthead. You're a bad game. Most and of, people should get their money back. Most of what I thought was really interesting about this article is the first time I read it, I read it as, oh my god, they've already like filed a class action lawsuit no. against Fallout 76. But instead, it was literally a law firm just saying like, hey, we have a lot of experience with things like bad games like Fallout 76. Maybe someone should start a class action right. lawsuit. It was like, that seems kind of ambulance chasery for yeah, an right. actual legit law firm. Yeah. It's um, like running through an internet cafe. This is some, like people Better playing, Call Saul stuff. Right. Just running through an internet cafe of people playing Fallout 76, screaming and throwing out business cards uh-huh. to everybody. Yeah, it was really <laughs> weird. Um, so what they're talking about is Fallout 76. I'm thinking specifically to PC, but I know that there's issues yeah. across the board, but a lot of PC issues. Um People are trying to get refunds, yeah. and some have gotten refunds right away. I think some just did one not. person actually got a refund. No, I'm pretty sure a few people got a refund uh, I, I was like under within the, the first few I days. I was under the impression that it was just one person. Well, somebody got a refund, yeah. and then other people are not. Not. And you yeah. can't do that. If yeah. you give one, you have to give them all. Yeah. Well, it, Although that's not uncommon. The same thing happened with No Man's Sky. I mean— Right, but uh, do we know exactly how these people were funded, though? Like, for example, you buy a game on Steam, you have two hours. Yeah. If you play that game more than two hours, you don't get a free refund unless they unless you have a really good case to okay. send to them. But if you play the game for an hour and 59 minutes and you ask for a refund, they will give it to you no matter what. Yeah. And I, just because the game's bad, you don't want to play it anymore. Like, I think the same thing. Xbox, you buy a game, you don't you don't open it. You can ask for a refund they can always deny you so i'm not gonna say that just because this person got a refund you give it to everyone because that's not the case did you play it for two hours or one minute then that game's yours and the entire so, thing is based on a reddit thread so honestly who knows? who knows he says he was able to get a refund for his copy of fallout 76 this is after 24 hours of total playtime. all i said that i wasn't happy with the bugs and poor performance and they approved it pretty quickly just to let people know um and I don't know. I, I don't. It doesn't really specify. I, yeah. My assumption is that that was via purchase it direct from Bethesda, yeah, not right. via Steam. So, you know, I, 
yeah, it sucks that one person did and you didn't. Um, at the same time, like this is the same thing I say over and over and over and over again. Like if you th- only think you might like a game, don't, don't buy, buy it day it. one. Especially don't pre-purchase now. it. Jesus, it's there's yeah. there's no reason that you can't wait five days to get some reviews because this game, yeah, this game wasn't a game that came out to like, hey, the reviews are okay. The reviews have been bad, yeah. like overwhelmingly bad. So. Yes, it's on you. Yes, it's too bad that someone was able to get a refund and you weren't able to do it. But in this day and age, it, that's your fault. Right, <laughs> you right. know, like we all make dumb decisions yeah. to buy games we don't like. And uh, yeah, like Red Dead Redemption Special Edition, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and if you can't decide in the first couple hours if you're going to like it or don't, I mean, don't cross that fesh- threshold. If I guess my thing is right. if this guy's put 24 hours into that game, way more than I've put into it. Right. And it took him that long to decide he didn't like it and wanted right. a refund. I, they, he, this guy really should not have got a refund. You know that's I mean? like eating your he whole. That's 20, he, he ate his whole dinner and then told the the server his food. was It was bad. bad, exactly. Like no, you can't do that. Like yeah. that's they made a mistake by giving him a refund. I think, but um, it was it was like with No Man's Sky where people had played two hundred hours of the game and they're like, I don't like it. I'm like, well, you got your money out of you it. You got your money out you, of it. You did. Even at 24 hours, I'd say you got your money out of it. I don't know. This entire article, though, to me was and then in the the announcement of this law firm. All that this is going to happen is if someone does file a class action lawsuit because they didn't get the refund or because the game's too buggy or whatever is, first of all. It sets a really bad precedent for games going forward. Right. Um, but it also just means that a bunch of gamers are going to join a class such a lawsuit and get $4. And a law firm somewhere is going to get millions of dollars at Bethesda's expense. Like right. nobody wins in the situation. You're not going to get your money back. You're not going to get $60 back. You're going to get $5 back. Mm-hmm. Nobody wins. Yeah. So, and let's just not go suing them right away. Let's not open this up because over the next couple of weeks, they are, uh, they have announced a few patches that are coming out. They're going to try and fix a lot of the things that people are complaining about. I mean, ultimately, it just comes back to not all games are for all people, even games in franchises that you love. Like, you may have loved all the other Fallout games. Right. You may just not like this. See, and I've never played Fallout New Vegas, and I've seen gameplay of that, and I've got a feeling New Vegas is the one that I should have been playing. A lot of people love New Vegas. Yeah, Um, I I know a lot of people that New Vegas is their very favorite. I've played it, and it's okay. Yeah, Um, I think I probably like Fallout Four better. Right, but you know, I think it's just personal preference. Some people like. People can like different things, it's for okay. Christ's sake. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, this might be a case of this game should have been in, like, preview or trial for yeah. longer or something. Like, do a paid preview because... The problem is, is, like, can a AAA studio do that? You know what sure. I mean? I think, I would think they can. Well, I'm, not? I'm not saying that they can't. I, I mean, like, I think that there is the capability for them to do so. I but just can, feel like... But I've... gamers get so hung up on, like, well, why am I paying to... Blah, blah, blah. I just feel like between fall, what Fallout 4 was what, 2014? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So do you think they've been working on this for four years? I don't think so. I don't so. think they've had the time between, I mean, granted they've got a bunch of other stuff going on and other developer or whatever. I mean, but this, it just feels like for not a single leak to happen over the last four years for no news whatsoever. And then it kind of got game, announced and was and out. And then they were like, yeah. hey, in 90 days, yeah. we've we've got this thing. My guess, And then it's there. I, I mean, don't think that they spent enough time. I don't think they spent enough time developing it for as much as there is going on. Yeah. I don't think they just spent enough time with it. Yeah. If they'd have given another six to 12 months, cool. Maybe. They'd have been fine. And I mean, I think that's kind of, I think that that's how 
survival games work though to some degree you know what i mean like <laughs> what was the conan game or whatever right. that was not good the, the yeah. problem is but i've heard a, that conan's great now yeah. right the problem is it's a survival <gasps> game with the expectation that it's also a fallout game yeah that's where the problem is if it was if it was conan or like or fallout or no one would care yeah, rust because right. it doesn't it's not a mainstream game fallout is a mainstream game yeah. and they put out a mainstream game that's not acceptable to people who play mainstream games yes. all right so true true yeah. I don't know. I'm really excited to see where it's going to go. Right. Uh, well, we can tell you that it is going to go somewhere on December 1st. That's when the first patch is going to hit. It's going to increase the stash limit. It's actually the second patch. The first one was that, like, it was 52 gigs yeah, or something. Yeah, I'm talking about the first of the next two patches yeah, yeah, that they've yeah. got. The first one uh, is going to increase your stash limit, um, a couple other bug, bug fixes and loot things and blah, 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 blah. So, uh, getting more stuff off of bosses because people aren't getting that. Also, there was a weird thing where people were getting stuck in their power armor there's also a thing where there's a dude whose game is bugged and he can't die anymore i am god <laughs> literally That's awesome he's invincible but he's like no it sucks because it just took all the game away from me all right right so <laughs> survival when yeah. you're a god yeah <laughs> um it's also uh, the second of two patches coming on december 11th uh, another bunch of bug fixes also uh going to be adding in the push to talk and voice chat 21 by 9 resolution support and a field of view setting specifically for pc players they pulled that out during the beta because people were using it to cheat so. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so, yeah, so there's that. If you've got Fallout 76, if you're experiencing any of these bugs or ones that nobody has talked about, I'd yeah. love to hear about it. A couple other things, there's actually, some weird too, stuff. That's cool. It's gonna, they're going to let you respec your special points cool. after you hit level 50. Um, and there's going to be a bunch of camp improvements where you're going to be able to actually, like, bulldoze areas to build better bases. Oh, so, nice. Good stuff. See, I never got into the whole building, crafting, blah, blah, blah mechanic. And I guess that's that's probably why it's hard for me to get into games like Fallout or even Red Dead. Because I know Red Dead, there's a huge crafting, you know, kind of thing. Kind of, I think there can be. Yeah, yeah. I don't think. I don't it's, think it's. It's not integral to the part of the game. No. no. Okay. Good. All right, uh, Vinny, you're forcing us to talk about this game. Uh, sea of Thieves. We're really just spoils. kidding too. Like Sea of Thieves is awesome. It's a great game. <laughs> okay. We just like to give any crap about it. Right. Um, so the fourth free major content update DLC for Sea of Thieves is when? Oh, it's here. It's here now. today. 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 It's called Shrouded Spoils? I believe so. Yeah. It'll add fog. Oh. <laughs> it's like we're sailing through San Francisco now. I can't wait to get back into this game for the <laughs> fog of it. Um, also a mega keg. It's explosive. Sweet. Uh, what else? A uh, bunch of new skeleton forts, which is cool. Um, it, I think a lot of it is the fog is going to be cool because it'll actually hide threats. So things oh, will be wow. able to sneak up on you, right? which is cool. Um, there's a bunch of new items. The mega keg, creative ancient bone dust, the mermaid statue gems, um, which enable you to find and trade and so on and so forth. Um so there's now nine total skeleton forts, which is cool because they're they're not hard to find, but it's nice that there's more of them mm-hmm. now. Um, there's new cannon options, new wheel options. Um, you know, with with the uh, for the cosmetic aspect of your ship, um, there will be more frequent krakens. <laughs> so I guess I, is that good? I don't know. I'm, I'm really not sure. And he's now going to have a new attack called the Kraken Slap, which is silly. I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> I like it. Uh, there'll be mermaid statues. Just a bunch of stuff. Sea of Thieves has done such a great job of just continuing adding content to this game. The game is so much different from when it launched. Um, 
I think this is if this is a game you want to get into, I think the most important part about this game is finding someone who's already into this right. game, though. Um, <laughs> like we played it during Extra Life, and it's fun, but without like a captain that knows what they're doing, the game feels really strange and empty and, and whatever. I play with Vinny, and I have the greatest time of my life. I play by myself. I'm like, well, see if Thieves is strange, and I don't understand it. So <laughs> I would like to, there to be an option to pull it out to a third-person view. Yeah. I would like that just because I'm more of a third person view kind of guy. So uh, that's, that's I a, really would, I, you know, and I used to think that I wasn't, but I found that I'm playing Fallout 76 and Red Dead in third person. Mm-hmm. So, well, Red Dead wasn't the original Red Dead. It was a third person. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but they, they threw the, in the first, option for well, a first I mean, person. Red Dead has four different view mm-hmm. options, which is crazy. Um, yeah. But I like the just slightly pulled out over the shoulder view. Oh, see, I do the all the way pulled out yeah. view. Yeah, I do oh, yeah, the, the there's fourth a, option, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think if there were, were that option, I'd probably jump back into it because I felt like the field of view, because I don't know if you can adjust the field of view. I don't remember. Oh, no, you can. But when I adjusted the field of view by doing that, it, it screwed up like the frame rate and it, it just took oh, more to no process good. everything. So yeah, it's like if sure. I had the 4K and HDR and da-da-da and everything turned on, it would take up too much processor oh, power. So sure. if you keep it... You know, Kinda, a little yeah. more clipped in. I wonder if that would help combat. I just, I think the the combat in that game is by far its its worst point. Oh yeah. Um, see if these combats just bad. Yeah, it's not good. <sighs> so once they know. once they fix that, that game will be. I wonder if it's something they are going to fix. Though. I is that I haven't really heard anyone talk about it. I wish someone would because Same. if they don't under like if they don't know that this is like the only thing that's stopping like. It's the thing that stops me from playing the yeah. game, honestly. Like, I enjoy everything about the game, but a lot of the game is, like, fighting the skeletons and stuff, and it's, like, it's just not fun. Well, and I think, too, like, the problem is is that you can't hold much ammo. Yeah, like, um, why can't I get a pouch that holds yeah. more bullets? Or, like, give me an upgrade. Like, just give me something Five that... Five or six bullets is not enough to do a fight, and then the sword fighting is so clunky. It's so bad. Um, it feels very Minecraft to me, which is, like, the, the worst, worst thing you can say about <laughs> combat in a game. So... Hmm. Whatever. Well, uh, combat in this other game is quite good. That's what I hear. Yeah, because uh, Fortnite has now officially surpassed 200 million players. Is that 200 million like concurrent players? Uh, no, I believe or? that's 200 million unique players. Okay. So 200 million people. Could you imagine 200 game. million people playing that game at the same time? I don't, I don't think Epic can imagine that either. That would be almost, that would be almost all of our, like two thirds of our country playing that game right all at the same but, time I mean, two, I mean but that two, means that like yeah. essentially two-thirds of our country has played that game that's, i mean it's not it's an international right, right. game but but still that is that's a lot of people like, yeah i read articles all the time about you know like teachers talking about the impact of Fortnite on schools and you know i mean it's crazy that like we were at pax and a Fortnite, like an official Fortnite cosplayer came up and like started dancing Doing like the dumb Fortnite dances, and my kid's like, "Oh, I do these dances too." And she's like, "What's your favorite dance?" And he pulls out another one, and there were so <laughs> many kids there that were she could just go up to and do dumb Fortnite dances, and all the kids knew the dumb Fortnite dances. That it was just, it's such a just cultural zeitgeist that yeah. everybody knows what Fortnite is. It's crazy. Two hundred million is a lot. Yeah, and that's a sixty percent increase since the same info uh, was shared by Epic back in June. Yeah. Recent, they just took in a ton of investment money too. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that company's valued at fifteen billion. Well, it's, it's valued at eight billion. They took in twice that investment. Yeah. So money. they're 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 currently being in like fifteen billion dollars. That's insane. That's a lot of money. Um, like to put that in in perspective, like it's more I think than I've got. EA is only valued at thirty five billion. Oh, is that all? Well, but I mean, like. Right, 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 right. EA is a huge company that releases a bajillion games. Right. Like, Fortnite has one, you know? <laughs> I mean. Uh, and Fortnite has also brought in more than a billion dollars in microtransactions alone. Yeah, they bring in it's so an insane stupid. amount of money. Why can't we come up with an idea? Right. Man, why? Can the we just crazy thing is, one? is Epic is also um, privately held. And uh, somebody's uh, getting a lot. I can't remember the guy's name too. It's it's the I mean Richie McRitcherson. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) He is is the the primary shareholder too. Money owns money bags in that company. God, right? Um, in case you haven't heard about this game, well, how I don't know, but in case you haven't, and you happen to have an Xbox One, PlayStation Four, Nintendo Switch, PC, Mac, iOS phone, or Android, you can play that game. The and it's all uh, crossplay too. The um. New, like if you have an iPhone XS or XL, it'll play, they're just releasing 60 a patch frames. that'll play it at 60 frames a second on your damn phone. Right? It's crazy. They know, they found a way to make money for It just th- makes you angry at some point. Like, right? Yeah. Todd Sweeney. Tim Sweeney is sure. the owner of Epic. Well, screw you, Tim. Right? I want some of your money. It's crazy. Um... All right, so on to the next. Telltale's Minecraft Story Mode is launching on Netflix. It's a kind of choose-your-own-adventure-ish kind of Netflix show. And I know they've done this before. Yeah, with uh, with, Puss in Boots, I believe, was the last one. What I can't, I I haven't been able to figure out is if this is the same Minecraft Story Mode that that, uh, Telltale released as like a standalone game. So Minecraft Story Mode came out maybe... Two years ago, I'm going to say. Uh, like, I think my kid had got it for Christmas two years ago or three years ago um, as a standalone game that you could play on the Xbox. And I can't tell if this is the exact same one or if it's – I have to assume it's a modified version because it looks like you only have two choices um, at every choice screen on this. But, I mean, literally this plays like a Telltale game where you can go – and just start it up on Netflix, and it'll play some stuff, and then you get a choice, and then it'll play some stuff, and you get a choice. That's it's really cool. Uh, it's a really cool idea, and it's it's kind of a shame that Telltale doesn't exist anymore because this seems like that push they could have made to maybe switch from PC way. stuff that didn't wasn't working very well to to uh, a medium that did. This is what was supposed to happen with Stranger Things too, um, and Netflix is pulling that in house now. So yeah, but they're still planning on doing it. Were we done with Minecraft? I'll push. We are done with Minecraft. Oh, I think we're done. I missed it already. I think we were. I've never played it, so I can't really tell you what I'm missing. Really? Yeah. Wow. Again, not a crafty kind of guy. But I mean, Minecraft doesn't have to be that. I mean, it can be. I just look at it and it turns me off. I I mean, I like the look of it, I think it's cool looking. I'm just, but I mean, I I'm not, I'm yeah. not shocked you don't like it. I'm just shocked that you've never played it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, okay, so I downloaded it on my phone and let my nephew play it for about like The phone's 10 absolutely the worst place to play it, though. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm very surprised. <clears throat> it's free on the PC. Okay. Windows 10 There's edition. like a free trial. Yeah. The Windows 10 edition. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's that was a, only. It's, you get like uh, so much time oh. or something. Yeah. It's like I'm just surprised. Timed. Cool. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, sweet. Well, anyway, um, we're done with news. If there's news that we didn't talk about that you think we should be newsing, you should let us know. Newsing. Yeah. Anything like that? All right. We've got a few questions from Joe Coleslaw. Turn down for what? Yo mama and... Yo Vinny. That guy. Go on.
Well, yeah. he has questions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Vinny wants to know, with the Game Awards coming up, there are many categories that are packed full of so many excellent titles. My question is, what do you think your respective top three games of this year have been and why? Personally, in no particular order, I think I'd have to say Sea of Thieves, God of War, and Spider-Man. Those are just some solid choices. Yeah. So um, he didn't tell us why, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my top three, definitely God of War. Um, even though I've just kind of gotten, just touched the very tip of it, um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey for sure, just because it's storytelling is really, really well done. Um, and a third one, uh, I don't know what a third one would be. I loved Spider-Man, but I don't know if I put that up there in my game of the year. Cause it's like, there was somebody on the IGN podcast on GameScoop. They were talking, I can't remember which one was talking about it, but it's like, you know, played it, got through it. I'm not finished it. I'm going to go back and finish it, but it's not one of those where it's, it's not stuck with me. Sure. Yeah. Like God of War stuck with me. I still talk about that. Um, Assassin's Creed. That's all I can think about right now. Um, so I don't know what my third game of the year would be. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a hard, hard thing for me. And I don't play, I mean, I like I play new games, but I don't often like God of War wasn't really my jam. Spider-Man wasn't my jam. Right. Um, I like Far Cry five a lot. Um, like yeah, a shocking amount of, of enjoyment for Far Cry 5. Like I had a funny thing about Far Cry 5 is I loved playing that game. I hated the ending. I hated the ending with an, yeah. a passion that I I don't even wish to speak about. <laughs> um, and there were a lot of parts about that game that I thought were kind of crappy and problematic. Mm-hmm. But I really liked the like the loop of that game. I had a lot of fun playing that game. Um, I think that's actually probably why I'm having a little bit of a hard time getting into Assassin's Creed is they have the same loop. But I really like the guns in Far Cry. <laughs> um, I'm not as much into the like, hey, go stab someone with something. Um, it's so good though. Yeah, no, I mean it's it, and it's I, I I've I've not played much of Odyssey yet, but I enjoyed Origins. It was fun. Um, Yoko Islands Express is probably pretty high up there for me. I actually beat that game, and I really, really, really liked that. Just being a really unique game for me. Um, West of Loathing was a big one for me. I liked West of Loathing a lot. I think that came out this year. Um. Yeah, those are those are probably my top three. I, I'm really enjoying Fallout and and Red Dead so far, but I'm not I'm not more than like a quarter of the way through mm-hmm. Red Dead, so it's hard to say. Like, I like what I've played so far, but oh, I don't know, I know how much more one. there's going to be. Um, and Fallout is the same way. I've only put maybe ten or twelve hours into it. So right, my third game would be Celeste. Ooh, Celeste, Forgot, good choice, I, man. Yeah. Excellent choice. Yeah, I had to like pull up my list so. Yeah, so um, I played great. a lot of games that didn't come out this year too. So yeah, that's fair, Dylan. Games that you uh, you've had to pick three this year. Oh, actually, one other. Pod. Pod was awesome. Oh yeah, Pod was so good. Uh, Red Dead, Forza, and Dead Cells. Ooh, Forza! Dang, I forgot Forza. Forza was good, and Dead Cells was good. There's just so many good games. Have you finished Dead Cells? No. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. It's hard. It's really hard. Like once you get to the like, it, it's a it's a logarithmic curve or it's a it's, it's a exponential stick, curve. Man. Like it's yeah. like it really is. Those last like. Man, like I got really close to the end, and it's just like I think that's the thing is, is and you feel so like, you feel like you're making so much progress from when you first start out. Oh, it's like, yeah. man, the first couple times you roll it, that first level is so hard. Then you're like, no, no, I got this. And then the second level, oh, it's so hard. No, 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 I got this. And you think you're doing really well, and then you hit like that second boss, and it's like, oh, 
Oh. And you always start back scales. at the beginning. Yep. Yeah. Oh, even I mean, you've got all your upgrades, you've got all your stuff, that's fine, but you always you, you start, keep you, your stuff. You have your permanent you, upgrades. Yeah, you, you permanent, keep your yeah, permanent yeah, yeah. upgrades, but you don't keep your stuff and you don't keep your cells. Your cells. Mm. So it's a rough game. Yeah. It's really fun though. It's yeah. really fun. Well, there's a lot of good games, man. Yeah, there's a lot of good games. Honorable mention to Sea of Thieves, but I don't think I can. I don't think I can call it because just the combat alone I keeps runs that it. out of the running. And Sea of Thieves, like I said, to it, me is just that's like 33 percent of the game, and it's just not there. If the combat was fun, I would give it a nod. And see, that's the thing that I like about Red Dead Two is like I like the combat, and I like the way I like the way it plays when it's moving. I just don't like the non-moving parts. They're, they're you're still moving. You just don't like how fast moving. you're moving. You just don't really notice it because you're going yeah. so slow. Yeah. Have you tried Kills just me. doing other stuff on the way? Like that's what breaks it up for me. Is I like to as I'm going, st- I'll stop and hunt things or I'll. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's like I want to get this story going. I want to. I want to find out what's uh, going maybe on. That's I want the difference. Story. Between, like the story for me is kind of like oh, I'm interested in what's happening in the story, but I'll get there eventually. Yeah. So. so I see that I think the story is paced in a way that you're just meant to just like play the game and the story like goes along with yeah. it. Like I've never been like, oh, like let's get to that next story mission, nor have I been like, oh, I need to like go. Yeah, to, or I'll it's go. Like, I just keep doing stuff. Yeah, I'll go do I a bounty do hunting missions, and then I, whatever a, I'm close to, I go do that, yeah. and then that brings me closer to something else, and then I'm go do that, and then now I'm close to this, so I'm gonna go do that. Yeah, maybe I'm just so, playing it wrong. You know, I think. Like, I mean, again, first of all, like, all games aren't for all people. Like, I just, right. I want to keep saying that so yeah, maybe somebody will listen someday. I mean, if you're really ADD, too, it's probably yeah. not the game for you. Because, like, it really doesn't take very long to horse across the map. It like, doesn't. it really doesn't. I think everyone is really exaggerating how long it, it takes. it feels like it takes like, 15 if you, minutes, if you but it time takes five. It, it's not yeah. very long. Like, the thing is, the game is massive. So, like, right. when you're comparing walking through a linear game, of course that moves faster because it's, like, literally plot after plot point after plot point. This game is, like, yeah, you're going over there, but it, it really takes, like, two minutes. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I, I thought kind of thought the same thing, and I was like, no, it really doesn't. Like, I kind of, kind of, like, started, like, timing it. I'm like, it really, like, I just rode from this side of the map to the side of the map, and it didn't take very long. Unless you're uh in a stage. Maybe if you're in a stage, it's a little harder. <laughs> well, maybe I'll. I'm all. I, I'm. I think. I think Red Dead for me is a game that I'll be able to go back to. Yeah. Um. When I when I'm not when I want to chill kind of thing. But right now, I want an action. I like my action I games. It. I think that's the thing yeah. is that I really like those right. intense action games. And Assassin's Creed fills that sweet spot right in between <gasps> of this really great RPG. But there's so much action in it, too. And yeah. the way the movement in that game is all about, you know, how quickly yeah. you can get yeah. to these things and stealthily you can do these things. Right. So, Oh, I loved Assassin's Creed. Ooh. It's just it's the eighth game that was the same as the first. So this yeah. one's not the same. They, they're as much as you so. say they're not the same. Like they, sure they'll try to do something. It's the same game. It's mm, it's it's not not yeah. the same game. <laughs> well, well, the, the, the thing is, those games kind of spawned this new game. It's like what Shadow of Mordor is. It's kind of right. like Batman has elements of that. I'm sure Spider Man is very much kind of the same thing. It's mm-hmm. like you have this really cool ability to like scale the vertical environments around you and you have this really visceral fluid combat like that is a genre of game and they're all the same like it just okay. depends what That's skin fair. you like do you like batman do you like spider-man or do you like greek mythology stop like, winning games for me it, but that's kind of they're they're it's the, the same ubisoft game. model it, of right it's yeah. the yeah. ubisoft game it's, it is it, there's it's kind of games kind of get tossed in those buckets these days. So when something comes along, like you notice what Cliff said for his games of the year, 
nothing you've ever even you most of you probably haven't played any of those games because they're outside of those buckets yeah. like they were I played those were unique experience exactly but those games stand out because it was a unique experience mm-hmm. yeah um and that's why i picked like i picked forza and dead cells because I mean, I one I hadn't played a racing game much in a God, while, so and it's just too. it was so fun. It's so beautiful. It's gorgeous. I'm really hyped for the expansion. And then um, Dead Cells because I was like, oh, this is very satisfying game, and it's not something I've played recently. Yeah, it's good. So that's fair. All right, thank you for the question, Vinny. Uh, next, Yo Mama wants to know: uh, Create your own posse to take over the Wild West with. An, uh, you can only use five video game characters, with one being a lead in their respective game. Who are they? So the way I read this question too is like one person leads the posse, and he can he's the like, a character, the a character in the game, and then the other four have to be like B the Luigi characters. to Mario's yeah, Mario, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Which makes this an, a very interesting like, question. Uh, Marcus Phoenix of Gears of War, but Dominic Santiago yeah. is the sidekick, or any of the other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoy. Oh God, <laughs> Kratos or Kratos or Fine. his rage, his rage <laughs> or his, his dumb kid, angry, anger. <laughs> so our leader is going to be Kratos. Our first sidekick is going to be boy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's good. So, are we each coming up with our own? No, we can try to put together a yeah. Like, let's let's like try to pick five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Obviously, we have to pick one lead character. So, let's think of a level-headed lead character guy. Kratos is not not the right. No, he would not be a great leader. No. Um, let's see who's a who's like a good like. I mean, it's a western too, so you have to kind of think about it as a. I mean, maybe maybe it really should be like um. Like probably not your guy in the current one, but maybe it's Marston. Maybe yeah. Maybe it's you know he was he was he had a good level cowboy head right. about him. I would also maybe uh, Joel from The Last of Us. Ooh, good oh, I feel okay. like he is a Joel yeah. is a very like, very good character. Yeah, as yeah. opposed to like Nathan Drake, who I think is a little too cocky little too and ambitious, yeah, yeah, yeah. reckless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so Joel is our leader. That's a Joel's good, our I leader. Think, I think he survived a zombie. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Yeah. So I think mm-hmm. he might have a good chance. So and then I think we need to have Ellie and Atreus from God of War. Ellie from Last of Us. Do, should we have two Last of Us characters though? Yeah. Why not? All right. Yeah. And, she is, and, she and is handy I, with a gun. Yeah, she is. And have you seen the, like in the new? She's pre- handy yeah, with she's everything. Really, really good. Like I like her. All and right. then uh, Atreus from from God of War, just because I think kids need company. Boy. And we don't want a Carl thing from Walking Dead to go on. <laughs> Really don't. I have no idea what you're talking about. Carl just, Carl finally is, well, spoilers, gone. Oh. Um, That's whatever. Whatever. It's fine. It's surprising it didn't happen already. Huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, with that haircut, that hair that he had, I'm like, you should have died a long time ago just for having that hair. (laughs) I don't care. Oh, you're 12? I'm sorry. I've never actually seen The Walking Dead. I've Uh, never seen an episode of it. It's pretty good, but you you have to, (laughs) at a couple points, you kind of just have to like be like, Okay. All right. You got really terrible hair and you've lost an eye. Can you just die now? It'd be really great. (laughs) Um, Picking on this poor boy, just kill him. He's dead. Um, Who? What else? Who else should we have? How about uh, how about uh, Princess Peach from like the Mario two and three? She can jump real high and she She, can float and she can float. Like it seems like that would be handy in a like in a in a shootout because you could like float up to things and get the height advantage Mm. in a in a shootout. I guess I, I don't. Does she? Fa- I don't know. If she jumps she, any higher than anybody else. She just floats there. For I thought a little she. Bit. Can, I thought she could jump higher than Mario. Or was it Luigi that can jump higher, higher than Mario? They all or can jump. Both I, of them. I think they all jump about the same height. 
But the way Luigi's jump works, he, he can, he can kind of got twist this floaty look. thing. I swore yeah. that she could jump higher than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Whatever. I'm going to pretend that she can. Mm-hmm. Does she fall slower because of the dress? She definitely, yeah, definitely yeah. does. Yeah, definitely falls slower. So anyway, I think she, I don't know if she has a weapon though. Does she? She has to shoot something, right? An umbrella that shoots fire. Her see an umbrella that shoots fire. That is super Does handy. Real, wait, are we? Th- is this the Smash Bros version? Whatever. Does it matter? Okay. I mean, think about how handy that would be in a old west shootout where all the buildings are made of wood. So like, there's a bunch of bad guys inside <laughs> the hotel. And, like you just light it up. My parasol, and I would light your butt on fire. Yeah, and she lights it on fire, and they all come running out, <laughs> and then boy and and Ellie just light them up. Wow. So we've got the leader. We've got those three. We need one more. We need one more. Um, let's see. Sidekick. Who's a good video game sidekick? Um, how about someone who's not the the lead in like a Resident Evil game? Because they all have like weapons and stuff. They do. Yeah. Or Dominic. I, like, would, I would take one of the good. Those guys can. Because I mean, like, think about it. Most, most of your, your shootouts are going to be like a cover based. You know, you're going to be yeah. behind the water thing that the horse would drink. I don't know. A trough. A trough. And if that guy could fet, like fight off the locust hordes, he I can think fight he off can a couple, fight of, a couple of cowboys with some, some revolvers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some janky weaponry. Yeah, yeah. All right. Good enough. There you go. There's our team. Done. The West has been won. <laughs> the entire West. Thank you, Yo Mama. Um, that sounds real weird. I know, right? Uh, turn down for what wants to know. What innovative things would you like to see implemented into video games, and how would they ideally function? For example, I think proximity chat is a new, at least to me, uh, thing that I think could be used in some pretty neat ways. Like instead of voice chat and FPS games, you could literally talk, and the louder you are, the farther away another player could hear you, which yeah, I think yeah. is a cool idea. I think it's a cool idea. Um, this so, is kind of a take on last week's what innovations were good. Okay, so proximity chat, that's uh, that's like the closer you are to somebody in a game, like in the actual game environment, the louder their voices well, are. And it's, it's also that you just have open mics. So this works in Sea of Thieves. Like when you're on, so most of the time you're just chatting to you and your team. Yeah, but when you walk by somebody, in you, of Thieves, can, you can like like yell at the the pirates on another ship and they okay. can actually hear you. So gotcha. it's kind of an interesting idea. Um, you know, the funny thing is, is this actually my brother and I were talking about this after the last episode. We were talking about innovation and uh, he said that he thought the, the next innovation was going to be an AI. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if people want AI. It's not sexy enough. And then what he said, what he, he actually meant was like AI from the standpoint of like procedural generation, right? Um, where you'll be able to go into a GTA and AI will procedurally, procedurally generate all the rooms in the apartment building you live in. And there won't be any locked doors for the sake of locked doors because they didn't want to put stuff inside that building. Or it's just that once you open that door, it triggers the thing that say, okay, yeah, you've got to fill this a, room. Here's a room. Yeah. Or like in Spider-Man, like Spider-Man, you can look inside all of the buildings and there's stuff inside it, but it's just done with like super fancy flat images with parallax scrolling. Right. Um, in this, uh, you know, you could theoretically actually have those full of stuff. Um, so I thought that was kind of a, a cool idea where, uh, you know, you'd have full buildings, but also, um, more advanced chat AI. So you would go up and talk to a guy and instead of like his thing was, so it wouldn't be that every guard, you know, was going to be an adventure until he took an arrow in the knee. It would be every person you wanted to talk to would have unique dialogue that was generated by, um, you know, an actual language engine that could talk back to you. So you could actually have real conversation with any AI and talk about things that, you know, happened in the world. I mean, how cool would it be to go into, 
you know, a town in Red Dead and just be talking to stuff. And they go like, man, I heard about this bank robbery that went down. And, you know, it was actually like GTA does this actually pretty well where but it's not it's scripted where the news stations will be talking about the heist you just did. Um, as in like, you know, there's a terrible thing downtown. And a bunch of people were killed. But how cool would it be if the the world you were in actually was able to make conversations like based on what was happening? So huh. be pretty cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, I thought it was a, a cool idea. I don't have any necessarily. You don't any, want to innovate at all? I, I mean, I'm, I'm just here for the shiny new. Like if you say, hey, this is a new thing that we did. You should try it. I'll try it. All right. Yeah. I'm into it. Dylan? I'll be the guinea pig. You want to innovate? Actually, I'll be the, I'll be the, the QA guy because I can break anything. <laughs> That's what I'll do. You come up with the tech. I'll F You'll it up somehow it. and you figure out how to fix it. Perfect. Sir? Dylan's contemplating. Makes for really great radio. Great radio. Yeah. Yeah. More contemplation. Yeah. Cool. Dylan, Dylan wants 8K gaming. That's what I he don't. wants. I don't think anybody really wants that. <laughs> It'd yeah. be fun to see, I think, but yeah. Who cares? Happy. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no ideas for innovation. Mm. Okay. Well, thank you for that question. Turn down for what? Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Coleslaw wants to wrap it up with a question about Red Dead Redemption 2 Online launching in beta this week. What open world game would you like to play online with friends? Mm. That's a good question. I I guess the thing is, is I don't think any online game is made worse. Any open world game would be made worse by playing it with friends. <laughs> I mean, Spider-Man... Probably could be made worse. I don't know. Have you seen the trailer for the new Spider Verse movie? Yeah, but there's only so many Spider people. So there could be two people. of us. That's spider fine. People. He's not saying. I mean, I don't think he's saying making this massively multiplayer. We're just talking co-op. Like, oh, okay. I could. I mean, I think it'd be really cool if yeah, like then Spider Man for sure. I think that could yeah. be a really cool, have a cool. Online, and maybe you're not like, both Spider Man, Spider Pig. Yeah. Spider Ham. My my favorite line of the entire movie is when they're on the ceiling and he's like, "So, do animals talk in your universe? I don't want to scare anyone." Yeah, <laughs> like I just flat the, out the passes out. I almost said the game. The movie's gonna be fantastic. Oh, I, I'm so Super hyped for excited. that movie. It looks great. But yeah, I think Spider Man could be a good one. Well, and you wouldn't even both necessarily need to be a spider person. You could, you know, I'm sure there's ways you can make that work out where even one of you is like a normie. And just had a gun and, you know, what helped or, you know, well, I don't I mean, know. There's, guns are bad. Well, except that the bad guys all have them. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> We're just saying. I think that'd be cool. I think uh, Far Cry would have been really fun multiplayer. Like if you, you know, had two cops that got. Uh, there's no online multiplayer to that. Um, you know, there is, but the online multiplayer is kind of the arcade thing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the arcade thing. Like, I would have liked to play that entire story co-op. I think yeah, that would have been really fun. Been fun. So instead of one cop being left over, there was two cops. Okay. And you actually got to play the entire... And, like, there's some parts of that would not have worked, like the weird stunt race things. Those would have been really <laughs> strange multiplayer. But <clears throat> most of that game, I think, would have worked really well um, multiplayer. I mean, Assassin's Creed could probably work multiplayer with a little bit of tweaks to the story. I think it'd be... I like. I, guess I think the, Assassin's Creed would be uh, the the new ones in particular would be really good if you know where instead of being you know assassins or whatever you were well I mean it's basically the same where you were mercenaries yeah. you know for a higher kind of you know yeah. group of thugs going around stuff. I I love. I'm not a big. The funny thing is this is a, a kind of a twist for me. I don't like. I don't like multiplayer games. I don't like. I'm never going to go play Call of Duty. I'm never going to jump into a you know 36 man. Let's all shoot each other thing. But I love co-op. I right. love playing games with one other person or two other, three other people, you know, the the four-player co-op in a Halo game. Like, that's that's perfect for me. 
Um, and I think that's a lot of fun. So to me, really, any any game is better. I mean, not any game. A lot of games are better with co-op. And I would love to play like Pode. Pode was so fun co-op. And I would love to see more puzzle games that are, are multiplayer. I, I think that... I mean, I can't think of a game that I wouldn't necessarily want to make that way. Nice. Dylan, any uh, input on this one? No? All <laughs> right. piece so bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> so thank you for all the questions. If you've got questions for us, uh, you can drop them in our questions channel on our Discord. Uh, and you can go to bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. And you'll... Get your things will happen. Yeah, um, let's wrap it up this week with some cheap free games. Games with Gold has been announced for the Xbox One or whatever. Uh, Cube Two, <laughs> Cube Two is going to be available the entire month of December. Never Alone, which looks really good. It looks it's got, super cute. It's right? Got good reviews and it also got very meh reviews. Yeah. Like it's a very. That's what I want to try. But I want to try it. Um, December sixteenth through January fifteenth. Dragon Age Two, big old massive RPG. Uh, it's going to be available the first half of December till the fifteenth, and then Mercenaries Playground of Destruction is going to be available on the back end of December through. It's crazy. The 31st. That we're almost twenty nineteen. I just don't know what to do about that. I've got to figure out how I'm going to pay my taxes. Um, <laughs> anyway, maybe I'll just donate everything to charity and say that won't work. No. I need to buy, you know, mortgage. Yeah. Um, all right. And then over on Humble Bundle, you have uh, access to a Humble Board Game Bundle. Tell us about uh, which one? Splendor. Tell us about Splendor. And then we'll let you go to the bathroom. It's in the $8 section of this Humble Bundle. Uh, it's just a really good board game. I mean, it, it's... It's nothing crazy, fancy, super complicated board game. I think it's just um, kind of a more modern, classic sure. style board game. Like, kind of like if you've played like Settlers of Catan or whatever. Like that, it it's not a super super deep game, but it kind of has that classic feel. But it sure. feels newer, and it's a really just solid game. Nice. And it's about like collecting gems. And, oh, very cool. And um, I guess I should probably like point out just because. I was fooled. I thought these were actual board games oh, yeah, that you yeah. play no, these, on your. These are no. PC board these games. Are, these are virtual board Although games. Although a couple of them are Android too. So, okay. Yeah, gotcha. for a buck you can get seven games. For eight bucks you can get another. Let's see, nine, eleven games. So yeah. sweet. Eighteen bucks you can get, uh, or eighteen dollar eighteen. Eight bucks for eighteen games. Grrsh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in checking that out, make sure you hit the link at bitemepodcast.com/slash/humble. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's it. I'm making. I was. Is it humble or humble? Yes, it is, okay, it is yeah. humble. Anyway, so yeah, there's that. That's all we got for this. That's all we got for this week. Yeah. All it. right, Dylan. Do you have to pee? I have to pee. Go ahead, man. Okay, bye. Well, well, okay. Find us on all the socials at Bite Me Podcast online, bitemepodcast.com, uh, slash Discord for our Discord channel, or slash Humble for our Humble Bundle link. And of course, patreon.com slash Bite Me Podcast if you would like to support our show. Uh, make sure you check out the new episode of 8 Bit Bites. Yeah. That is up. That is ready. For uh, it's only on Patreon right now. It'll probably okay. go up on Friday for everybody else. All right. So look for that. What'd you guys talk about? Uh, we talked about a bunch of 8 bit news, and then we talked about um, kind of like the beginnings of uh, Hans's arcade and how he got into it. But oh, then cool. a lot of tips on if you wanted to start building your own arcade, like maybe where to look and, and uh, you know, how do you take a, an, an arcade game from being broken to being not broken? Um, and ways to like, like if you don't know a bunch about soldering, like uh, he, he threw out a, I'll just tell everyone this is a brilliant to me. Um, if like you don't know how to solder, he's like, just go buy an old VCR and practice 
unsoldering things and then resoldering things. Oh, unsoldering, huh. and I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. That's a great <laughs> so, idea. A lot of stuff like that. It was fun. It was a fun episode. Well, cool. Um, if you support us on Patreon, you've got access to that right now. If not, you got to wait until at least tomorrow. Yep. Uh, when from when you listen to this. So anyway, all right, that is it. Dylan has to pee. We will be back next week. Bye.